T-Dot's Record City Views. Today we're here with DJ Armin. Thanks right? for having me. Awesome. Um, so how are you today? Awesome. Great. Yeah, it's cold outside, but nice and warm in here. Um, when did you start DJing? And what or who were your earliest passions and influences? Oh, that's a long story. I, uh, I mean... I'm 48, so uh, I started way back when, uh, in the in the early 80s, with my best friend. We uh, were doing our public school dances, so we started at like grade six, seven, and eight. We were doing our school dances. He did the majority of the DJing, but uh, every now and then he allowed me to uh, spin a few records, and uh, it sort of branched out from there. We, I mean, I did that, and then we we did some house parties and things like that, and then you know things got busy, went on to uh, high school and stuff, and then everything sort of faded away, and then recently I just started getting back into it, like five years ago. Um, in terms of passions and influences, uh, back in the early 80s, breakdancing, all that stuff, we were playing a lot of funk records, uh, like Grandmaster Flash, Run DMC, uh, Fat Boys, and then slowly just started listening to electronic dance music back then, New Order, uh, Depeche Mode, and that sort of piqued my interest, but it was sort of rebounding, you know, jumping back and forth to the funk music and sort of new wave techno music back then. So that was uh, a big thing for me and it sort of just carried on from then, so. All right, cool. Um, what do you usually start with when preparing for a set? Uh, I sort of gauge, I sort of assume the audience is going to be a certain type and I can, I usually create like a warm-up set because things don't usually get hopping until later on in the evening after a few drinks and stuff so I, uh, I always create a warm-up set depending on how long the show is and depending on the venue as well but um, I sort of create chunks of sets and uh, so far it's been working so like I said I usually have a warm-up set and then I sort of build the momentum from there and trying to read the audience and see what's working and what's not working and I'm able to sort of switch songs out on the fly whatever if things aren't working so. all right um, what were some of your main challenges and goals when starting out as a DJ and how have they changed over time uh, well, when I don't know how it works for other DJs, but when I'm when I'm not DJing, um, I'm always worried about my next set and am I gonna have a next set and always worried about that and what kind of music I'm gonna play and all that stuff. But uh, when you're playing a gig, you you really never worry about that. Uh, like there recently, there's a lot of websites out there that you can. Uh, log into and register and then they will find gigs for you and they have lists of gigs and you can apply to gigs some cost money some don't and that's sort of what's changed like back in the day it was you know word of mouth you know like I said we, we did public schools and high schools and things, house parties and it was really no internet back then so there was it's basically word of mouth and putting up you know spending the weekend and putting up signs on uh, hydro poles and stuff to get your name out there. That was the way we did it back then. And uh, 
now it just it just exploded i mean there's the internet of course and everything's on there and you can you know post you can apply for a job in ibiza you can post a job in toronto i mean you can so that's sort of the chain internet has basically changed all that the options and yeah um what are some of the considerations that go into deciding which track to play next? What makes two tracks a good fit? Uh, usually the, the key is the BPM and key, no pun intended. Um, if, you, if you're mixing two songs together, you'd like them to be in, the, in around the same BPM and in key, because if you drop uh, the second song in and it's, it's not in the same key or the next key, it doesn't sound good. and um, that's like I said. I, I sort of build my sets into little chunks, so I can always move things around. Especially if you get requests, uh, you, you gotta be able to think on your feet, and you gotta know where to put the request in. Is it gonna fit with the song that you're playing, and find spots? So, typically, on if I do like a two or three hour set, I'll have you know five or six chunks of sets with you know ten to twenty songs in each one, and I can move that around, and I can insert any requests that I can. I can if I get a request, I can put it in there, no problem. All right. Um, who is your biggest inspiration? Who do you have a lot of respect for? Uh, hands down, I think Armin Van Buren. Um, not just because it's the same first name, but uh, he started out, you know, early 90s, cutting his teeth on basically making these tracks, playing DJ sets just in, you know, local clubs and sort of create this mass empire of a state of trance and you know of course every DJ wants to aspire to have that sort of empire and um, I'm no different whatever um, yeah he plays his own the whole the whole point of me I, I produce and I DJ and I started producing before DJing again and the whole point was trying to get catch the synergy of creating and producing my own tracks and if I'm gonna DJ, I can play my own tracks and get the music out there and getting the reaction of the audience to see, you know, do they like it or should I continue doing this or what? So that's, yeah, Armin Van Buren. Okay. Um, what single night out has been the most memorable for you as a DJ? Uh, this, this past summer, I was, I was spinning at a, a club and it was sort of an afternoon gig um, and you know, it was a long weekend on a Sunday, you know, and you really think people aren't going to be around, they're going to be at a cottage or something, and, you know, it's dead. I started playing, one hour is not, not much going on, and as sort of the time went on, people started coming in, and it was like all of a sudden at the end of the night, there was like 60, 70 people there, and it was just like a, the vibe was awesome, and that's, to me, that's the whole point of doing this, like getting people... Sure, you can bedroom DJ and nobody's there, whatever, but then when you go to a club, you, you hope that there's gonna be people there and they dig your, your, your music that you're playing and, and sort of the stars all aligned and everything was good. And yeah, it was at the end of the night, it was a great vibe. Yeah, um, what advice would you give to aspiring DJs? Uh, three words, practice, practice, practice. Um, I don't practice as much as I should, but I at least like to get in an hour a day just, you know, trying to pull down new music and seeing how that fits into my current sets and just basically, you know, doing transitions, 
dropping it on the one and seeing how things work out and it, it, it pays off. It's going in cold, you know, on a set, whatever is tough. And so if you can, if you can get some practice under your belt, you know, if it's not even every day, whatever, but getting everything's online now you can pull music, you can, you can basically create a set and play in a in virtual DJ. Like it's just, everything's, it's not a money issue anymore. Like it used to be with equipment. Now anything can be done on the internet and software-wise, so that's that's my uh, pearls of wisdom is practice. Okay, um, if you could be stuck in one year's music scene, which year would it be? I uh, don't think I could probably pick a year. Now, if you were to ask me a decade, I would probably say '80s because that was that's when I grew up and. Uh, I know some people are sort of cringing at the 80s, whatever, but that's that's that was my time, whatever, and that was, I mean, a lot of music was introduced at that time. Yeah, 80s music is good. Um, what is it that you love about this scene? Uh, well, the 80s gave us a lot of cool music, and it still gets people going today. Uh, in my books, it was a decade that basically introduced EDM to a larger audience with uh, with the new wave movement. That was just, that was killer at the time. Nobody heard of that stuff. And even like Depeche Mode was experimental and it was just, and they're still going strong today. And everybody knows like Depeche Mode songs and New Order songs. And it's, you know, hate to use the term throwback, but that's, you know, you go to a club nowadays on a Friday or Saturday night and there's always gonna be, you know, 80s and, and even 90s tracks in there. Everybody knows it. Uh what is something that bugs you about the DJ scene? Uh, last, last few years, we, you know, we've seen a, a huge shift in having everybody want to become a DJ. We even see it in, in TV commercials. They're, they're almost making fun of it. You got like, old ladies DJing and stuff in commercials. And, you know, I'm all for that. Like anybody who wants to play music and, and, and be heard, I'm all for that. Let's do it. I'm one of those people. Um, you know, I haven't DJed in like 20 plus years and just got back into it the last couple of years, uh, probably when that shift started. Um, the thing I don't like, uh, you know, seasoned DJs, uh, you know, they're, they're secure in their gigs and they're happy, they're doing their thing, whatever, and uh, some of them have this sort of feeling and they, they give off this vibe where anyone who's trying to be, become a DJ and, you know, is a noob and they don't know what they're doing and, you know, they're just doing it for the kicks, whatever, and that's not all it's it's more uh, an exception than the rule there's a ton of people and, and everyone i've dealt with all the djs local and overseas they're all the djs are have been great and and just welcome welcoming so it's never been an issue for me but you know it's like when when chefs get together at the end of the night they they talk whatever and the djs talk to at the end of a set whatever and, it, and that's sort of the the feeling there's some people out there in, in the dj world that don't um, give newbies, for lack of a better term, a chance. So that's the only thing. Okay. Um, what is your opinion regarding the difference between old school DJing, where everything was restricted to vinyl, and modern DJing, where most tracks are never put on a physical medium before and after release? Uh, anyone that can play vinyl sets, scratch, you know, drop it on the one, playing vinyl. Has my full respect. That's that's an art form. That's um, I know there's a big comparison, you know, with the uh, press play DJs 
and old school like there's there's a huge difference I'll be honest with you like the, back in the day even when I was spinning vinyl or whatever I wasn't doing half the stuff that I've seen some some guys do and it's just mind-blowing um, again it's just starting back into it again having everything on a digital format you know not releasing anything on vinyl it just it, it makes it easier for me to get my music out there in the world I don't need to go through the process of putting on vinyl, selling in stores, whatever. You know, and vinyl's coming back. Like you, you can see vinyl being advertised. Uh, there's there's full vinyl sets. Paul Oakenfold's playing vinyl sets. Um, so it's you know, it's a nostalgia thing, but people love it. Vinyl, they always say, is a better sound than digital. But again, it's to get my music out there. It's it's easier for me. Uh, with a few keyboard clicks, I can get my music out there worldwide. But it, it would be cool. Like, if who wouldn't want their tracks on a vinyl in, in a store? And you know, I would see my name on a piece of vinyl, and, and people playing it would be awesome. But yeah, um, what is one track that never gets old for you, no matter how many times you hear it? Uh, wow. I, I started out with trance. Uh, again, Armin Van Buren, and uh, there's a track, uh, Robert Miles, unfortunately passed away in 2017, but the track's Children, I know tons of people know it, it's been remixed a thousand times, but that's just one song that, uh, you know, if you can play that in a club, everybody knows it, and uh, I can listen to that over and over, never get sick of it. Alright, um, what festivals would you most like? To play at, uh, of course, you know, I introduce my ego and I want to, I want to play Tomorrowland, but uh, you know, I would love to play just smaller clubs. Even in Europe, there's there's a big scene in Europe uh, for the music that I'm I'm producing currently, and uh, would love to play. Like there's tons in Berlin and Spain, lot lots of little festivals, and again with. The introduction of all these booking websites you can actually apply to all these festivals so that's that's what's really cool so um, yeah start off small whatever and I would love to play over in Europe all right um, what was the first event you ever played at uh, well yeah great grade six uh, but more recently uh, my, my first that really got me back into it I played at a uh, a local gym at, at a boot camp session, you know, high energy, high, and that's the music I was uh, producing and playing at that time was high energy and big room and trance, whatever at that time, and it went over well. So that was sort of my first uh, getting my my feet wet again back into the uh, DJ uh, pool. But uh, things have gone. I, my main thing is I, I have house uh, parties and pool parties in the summer. And then I play, you know, I have a couple of residencies during the summer that I play at local clubs, whatever. Um, but yeah, that was uh, grade six to all of a sudden I played a gym at boot camp, like very strange, I know, but that's the way it works. Okay, um, what's the best event you've played at? Uh, played at a lounge uh, this past summer. It was sort of like a late afternoon chill, uh, you know, so it started at 2 p.m. It was supposed to end at 6, so like a four-hour set. And uh, it just, people, again, started coming in. 
Um, and all of a sudden, you know, six o'clock came by and they asked me if I could stay a bit longer and it turned out it was 10 o'clock at night. So I played like eight hours and they ended up uh, passing around the tip jar at the end of the night for me. And, uh, yeah, I did, I did all right. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, funniest thing that ever happened at an event? Ooh, uh, I did a Halloween party for a friend and, uh, I brought my own house speakers with me because it was a house party. I didn't think I, I'd have to rent some, you know, heavy duty speakers thing. And again, at a house party, it's not like, you know, at, at seven o'clock, the party starts, everybody's, you know, jumping on the dance floor. It's not like when you go to a club where, you know, there's nonstop dancing from like 11 o'clock till one. This you know, it, it builds, the momentum builds, and there's a sweet spot where you find where the music's working and everybody's loving it and they're on the dance floor. And it's it, it's a funny story, but not funny for me. But it was, uh, I just played that sweet spot and it was just getting there, the momentum, everything was awesome. I was just, you know, loving it and everybody's loving it. Then the speakers blew. And then oh, no. that was the... <laughs> That was the end of that night, and then it just killed. It killed. We we, we got it up and running with alternate speakers, but after that, like ten minutes of waiting, and that, and that was it. People were like, "Okay, it's time to go." It was like, "Okay," <laughs> so yeah, that kind of sucked. No. Yeah. Um, okay. So, anything else you want to say? Any shoutouts? Anything? Uh, yeah. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's armin.hoffman.edm or Facebook is Armin Hoffman Music. Hit me up any questions comments concerns uh, I have a ton of music uh, in my library that hasn't been uh, published yet I have maybe 12 tracks uh, in digital stores like Spotify iTunes Amazon things like that but uh, 2019 is gonna be the year where I'm just unleashing uh, the last three years that music I've been producing so um, more often than not it's gonna be house genre tech house uh, base house and I do have a couple sort of commercial type um, future house and future base uh, tracks coming out so stay tuned for that other than that yeah thanks for having me I appreciate it all right thank you for being on the show awesome thanks